The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, here we are in the middle of a summer week. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 13th, 2022, Wednesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Henry. Born in 972 as German king and Holy Roman Emperor, Henry was a practical man of affairs. He was energetic in consolidating his rule He crushed rebellions and feuds. On all sides, he had to deal with drawn-out disputes so as to protect his frontiers. This involved him in a number of battles, especially in the south, in Italy. He also helped Pope Benedict VIII quell disturbances in Rome. Always his ultimate purpose was to establish a stable peace in Europe. St. Henry died in 1024. St. Henry, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops, and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. We pray for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. The Gospel of today's Mass, while it's rather short, so that we can read it in its entirety, to get so much from what you, Lord, want to tell us. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. That verse, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, and have revealed them to the childlike, well, I like that. I want to know more about that, Lord. I do recall throughout the New Testament how many times, Lord, that you have told your apostles they must become as little children, that they must become childlike. And to the childlike, you reveal so many things, but there is that need to become as children. 
How do I know I'll ever become childlike? Children, I recall from dealing with them, are never without asking many questions about asking for things that they like and they want. And you, Lord, told us that you are a father, that if we know how to give good things to our children, you are more of a father. You are a heavenly father, and you do give so much, so many good things to your children. It is so beautiful to read children's valentines that they give to their teachers, notes that children give to their parish priests, to their grandparents and parents, to those they love. The directness and simplicity that they show is so attractive, so novel to me, perhaps because I've lost my way to speak and to think that way. Oh, I must become a child. Children ask because they do believe that they can receive from the wonderful people they ask. And Lord, of all the many ways there are to pray and to communicate with you, you ask me to ask. You sent your only Son, my Father God, among us that we may know how to deal with you in a different way, in a very direct way, simple way, trusting way. Your apostles learned how to know that by being so close with you, Jesus, and, and they know they are speaking to a perfect man, and they are that same way speaking to God, their God. And to hear those people of the New Testament speak to you, Jesus, is really telling. I recall a few. Martha and Mary both said in their turn, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Wow, what a statement, done with such candor. And Thomas, your apostle, said, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Philip, in his turn, said to you, Lord, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. And Peter, very emotionally, said to you, Why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. These, indeed, are very direct questions, statements, made facing you, my Lord God, Jesus. Maybe here we have the formula for becoming childlike begging for simplicity, asking with faith, persevering in asking, and waiting. Wow, truly these are the challenges of the childlike. I don't want to remain simple to ask for simplicity. Being older, I kind of like complication in my pride. Ask with faith? I'm tempted to do that only after I can't do it myself. Persevering in asking? You mean waiting? I'm pretty bad at that. When I want something, I want it now. I don't like at all to wait. Yet we've all had to wait as children, haven't we? And it is that docility and trust that marks the childlike. Waiting. A great hero of our faith, Abraham, for instance, receives the promise that his descendants would be innumerable. And yet he had to wait many years before God, you finally gave him his son, Isaac. And the promise that this great people would descend from him, well, what of that? He never saw the fulfillment of it except in faith. Everyone 
who wants to enjoy the rewards of their efforts, and there is nothing wrong with that. Everyone wants to receive the fruits of promises, and yet it is difficult to wait. We want instant gratification. We want to reward ourselves right after half of the work is done, and often before the job is finished. In extreme cases, we reward ourselves, don't we, even before the work begins. This type of instant gratification, what does it indicate? Lord, don't I really have a real lack of discipline and a deep lack of trust in you, my Jesus, who you who will give me in due time what my heart needs? In the early 1970s, there was a famous psychological experiment performed. It has come to be known as the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. I guess it must be a good one if it was done at Stanford. In this study, a child was offered a choice between one small but immediate reward or twice that reward if he could wait for a period of time. A marshmallow was placed before the child, who then could consume it then or wait and get two marshmallows. The researcher left the room and came back in about 15 minutes. In follow-up longitudinal studies, researchers found that the children who were able to wait longer for the preferred rewards, two marshmallows instead of one, tended to have better life outcomes, as measured by university acceptance scores, educational attainment, body mass index, and other life measures. Other studies initiated to replicate these findings found defects in the study, but and their findings were not as marketed as the original results, but there is still a lot to learn from this study. Jesus, sometimes I wonder if I'm not a little child in your great experiment. I know it doesn't involve marshmallows anymore, although I still retain a certain fondness for them. You are holding out to give me something far greater. Isn't it truly yourself? Help me with my temptation to lose my childlikeness. I find it hard to beg for simplicity, hard to ask and persevere in asking and wait. Again, I want my gratification now. And I run into this challenge, even when I'm trying to grow in holiness. I want to pray better today. I want this virtue, Lord, and that one. And I want it now. I want to forgive and to be free of the feelings that plague me in anger, sadness, and resentment. To be free today. Now, I don't know, Lord, but sometimes this waiting leads me to discouragement. And I feel like I want to abandon the call of this way of yours, this following you, Lord. I said, like Peter, I would follow you wherever you go. I asked you for the health of my brother and it seemed that you were late. I want to know the mysteries of your inner life, of the Father and of the Spirit, and it's slow going. My asking of you takes too long to see results. You know, Lord, it's really getting to me, perhaps because I live in an age of instant gratification. My culture today feeds this innate desire for satisfaction now. The actress Meryl Streep says, Instant gratification? It's not soon enough. With your grace, Lord, I will come to understand that while I may live in an age of instant gratification, there's no such thing as instant sanctification this side of heaven. 
You do want me to wait, to love for more time, to struggle in many ways. You want me to suffer at times, and definitely longer than I want to wait. Teach me, Lord, the ways of trust that will be, how can I call it, delayed gratification, perhaps. This such gift is a resistance to the temptation of an immediate pleasure in the hope of obtaining a valuable, long-lasting reward in the long-term, deeper love of you. Help me treasure the pleasure of pleasing my Father God, of having a deeper love affair with you, my Jesus, of knowing as one who finally becomes childlike. And then I will be led by the Spirit you send into adventures in which I trust I will be safe. Adventures that will involve bringing other people along, my friends, my family members, my co-workers, even to places that are far from comfortable. St. Josemaria says, Why stoop to drink in the pools of worldly consolation when you can quench your thirst in waters that spring up into life everlasting? I know that if I have the sorrow of love of a child, that sorrow that comes from grieving or offending his loving father, I know that I'm on the way. I will ask others to pray for me, to pray with me as you did, Lord, in your garden of Gethsemane. And with the help of my mother Mary, I will struggle against my impatience, against my desire for instant gratification. And with your intercession, Mary, I will know these things hidden from the learned and the wise. I will know your love for me, the treasure of my life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. Time to begin this day of prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 13th, 2022, Wednesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. 
for he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen ones I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David my servant, I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Paper and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. 
For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was, he was born, born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my father, my God, the rock who saves me. And I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. When, when the, the Son of God came into this world, he was, he was born, born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his, his dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod, then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love, my truth, will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun, like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on earth. In this, you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith, may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his, his dynasty shall never fail. When we listen to your word, our minds are filled with light. It is the lowly heart that understands. From the first book of Kings, As Naboth, the Jezreelite, 
had a vineyard in Jezreel next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard to be my vegetable garden, since it is close by, next to my house. I will give you a better vineyard in exchange, or if you prefer, I will give you its value in money. The Lord forbid, Naboth answered him, that I should give you my ancestral heritage. Ahab went home disturbed and angry at the answer Naboth the Jezreelite had made to him. I will not give you my ancestral heritage. Laying down on his bed, he turned away from food and would not eat. His wife, Jezebel, came to him and said to him, Why are you so angry that you will not eat? He answered her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Sell me your vineyard, or if you prefer, I'll give you a vineyard in exchange. But he refused to let me have his vineyard. A fine ruler over Israel you are indeed, his wife Jezebel said to him. Get up and eat and be cheerful. I will obtain the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite for you. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and having sealed them with his seal, sent them to the elders and to the nobles who lived in the same city as Naboth. This is what she wrote in the letters. Proclaim a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people. Next, Get two scoundrels to face him and accuse him of having cursed God and king. Then take him out and stone him to death. His fellow citizens, the elders and the nobles who dwelt in his city, did as Jezebel had ordered them in writing through the letters she had sent them. They proclaimed a fast and placed Naboth at the head of the people. Two scoundrels came in and confronted him with the accusation, Naboth has cursed God and king. And then they led him out of the city and stoned him to death. Then they sent the information to Jezebel that Naboth had been stoned to death. When Jezebel learned that Naboth had been stoned to death, she said to Ahab, Go on, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he had refused to sell you, because Naboth is not alive, but dead. On hearing that Naboth was dead, Ahab started off on his way down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. But the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Start down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He will be in the vineyard of Naboth, which, has come, which he has come to take possession. This is what you shall tell him. The Lord says, After murdering, do you also take possession? For this, the Lord says, in the place where the dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, the dogs shall lick up your blood too. You have found me out, my enemy, Ahab said to Elijah. Yes, he answered, because you have given yourself up to doing evil in the Lord's sight, and I am bringing evil upon you. I will destroy you and will cut off every male in Ahab's line, whether slave or free man in Israel. When Ahab heard these words, he tore his garments and put on sackcloth over his bare flesh. He fasted, slept in the sackcloth, and went about subdued. Then the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Have you seen that Ahab has humbled himself before me? Since he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his time. I will bring the evil upon his house during the reign of his son. The Word of the Lord. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You who are fickle, mourn and, and weep. Humble, humble yourselves before, before the Lord. You condemned the just man and put him to death, and he offered no resistance. 
mourn and and weep. Humble yourselves before the Lord. A reading from the treatise On the Mysteries by St. Ambrose Bishop. You were told before not to believe only what you saw. This was to prevent you from saying, Is this the great mystery that eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor man's heart conceived? I see the water I used to see every day. Does this water in which I have often bathed without being sanctified really have the power to sanctify me? Learn from this, that water does not sanctify without the Holy Spirit. You have read that the three witnesses in baptism, the water, the blood, and the Spirit, are one. This means that if you take away one of these, the sacrament of baptism is not conferred. What is water without the cross of Christ? Only an ordinary element without sacramental effect. Again, without water, there is no sacrament of rebirth. Unless a man is born again of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. The catechumen believes in the cross of the Lord, with which he too is signed. But unless he is baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, he cannot receive the forgiveness of sins or the gift of spiritual grace. The Syrian Naaman bathed seven times under the old law. But you were baptized in the name of the Trinity. You proclaimed your faith in the Father. Recall what you did, and the Son, and the Spirit. Mark the sequence of events. In proclaiming this faith, you died to the world. You rose again to God. And as though buried to sin, you were reborn to eternal life. Believe then that the water is not without effect. The paralytic at the pool was waiting for someone. Who was this if not the Lord Jesus, born of a virgin? At his coming, it is not a question of a shadow healing an individual, but truth himself healing the universe. He is the one whose coming was expected, the one of whom God the Father spoke when he said to John the Baptist, He on whom you see the Spirit coming down from heaven and resting, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. He is the one witnessed to by John. I saw the Spirit coming down from heaven as a dove and resting on him. Why did the Spirit come down as a dove, if not to let you see and understand that the dove sent out by holy Noah from the ark was a figure of this dove? In this way, you were to recognize a type of this sacrament. Is there any room left for doubt? The Father speaks clearly in the Gospel. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The Son, too, above whom the Holy Spirit showed himself in the form of a dove, and also the Holy Spirit who came down as a dove. David, too, speaks clearly. The voice of the Lord is above the waters. The God of glory has thundered. The Lord is above the many waters. Again, Scripture bears witness for you that fire came down from heaven in answer to Gideon's prayers, and that when Elijah prayed, God sent fire which consumed the sacrifice. Do not consider the merits of individuals, but the office of the priests. If you do look at merits, Consider the merit of Peter, and also of Paul, in the same way as you consider the merits of Elijah. They have handed on to us this sacrament, which they received from the Lord Jesus. Visible fire was sent upon them to give them faith. In us who believe an invisible fire is at work. That visible fire was a sign. Our invisible fire is for our instruction. Believe then that the Lord Jesus is present when he is invoked by the prayers of the priests. He said, Where two or three are gathered, there I am also. 
How much more does He give His loving presence where the church is, where the sacraments are? You went down into the water. Remember what you said. I believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Not, I believe in a greater, a lesser, and a least. You are committed by this spoken understanding of yours to believe the same of the Son as of the Father and the same of the Holy Spirit as of the Son. With this one exception, you proclaim that you must believe in the cross of the Lord Jesus alone. The one who comes after me is greater than I, and I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will will baptize you with with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Cease to do evil and learn to do good, says the Lord. He He will baptize you with with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path. Give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, it is Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. We'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 13th, 2022, Wednesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells us in so many words that we should be childlike. From the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to babes. Yea, Father, for such was thy gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. We are called to resemble Christ, to imitate him. And that's a pretty good model to follow. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. God didn't just make us and then leave us like a painter with his painting. He is a father to us and has even brought us to be partakers of the divine nature. The father's desire was that we should be called children of God, and so we are. Being children of God is not something we achieve on our own. It is a gift from God. Pondering this will make us thank him often every day. The sense of our divine filiation will be at the root of our joy and confidence in carrying out the mission God has given us. 
In it we find assurance in the face of difficulty and anguish. Father, my Father, we will find ourselves saying, savoring that gentle but strong word, Father, be it at times of joy or of danger. Call him Father many times a day and tell him alone in your heart that you love him, that you adore him, that you feel proud and strong because you are his Son. It is through Christ that we share in this divine sonship as we try to resemble him, the firstborn among many brethren and the only begotten of the Father. The more like Jesus we become, the more God the Father will see us as his children. If we try to work as he did, if we too have pity on the people we meet each day, if we make reparation for sin and show our thanks as Jesus did. But we achieve this above all by imitating Christ's prayer to his Father. This means bursting into praise and thanksgiving for the many expressions of God's love we meet. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, we read in today's gospel. Thank you, we will say, for bringing that friend of mine back to the sacraments, for helping me with my family, for the chance I get to open my heart in spiritual direction, indeed for everything. If our minds and hearts turn to God often, in good times and in bad, then we are living as good sons and daughters of God should. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion. Let us try to see people as Christ saw them. The world looks so different through his eyes. It is the Holy Spirit who configures us to the Master. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. St. John Chrysostom explains that it is through the Spirit that we belong to Christ. We possess Him and we vie with the angels. Through the Spirit we crucify the flesh, we taste the joy of eternal life. We possess the pledge of the resurrection and make sure progress on the path of virtue. Divine filiation is the easiest way to reach the Blessed Trinity. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give Give joy joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Give joy to your servant, Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. 
in the day of distress I will call you, and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way, so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame, that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give Give joy joy to your servant, servant, Lord. To you you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion sinners are in dread, trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Let us celebrate with joy 
in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his strength to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us us celebrate celebrate with joy in the the presence presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the book of Job. Naked I came forth from my mother's womb, and naked I shall go back again. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We accept good things from God, and should we not accept evil? The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path. According According to your your will, O God. God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare His way, to give His people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Christ nourishes and supports the Church, for which he gave himself up to death. Let us ask him, Remember your church, Lord. Remember, Remember your, your church, church, Lord. You are the Good Shepherd, who has given life and light today. Make us grateful for these gifts. Remember, Remember your, your church, church, Lord. Look with mercy on the flock you have gathered together in your name. Let no one whom the Father has given you perish. Remember your church, Lord. Lead your church in the way of your commandments. May your Holy Spirit keep her faithful. Remember your church, Lord. Nourish the church at the banquet of your word and bread. Strengthened by this food, may she follow you in joy. Remember your church, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as daylight fills the sky, fill us with your holy light. May our lives mirror our love for you, whose wisdom has brought us into being, and whose care guides us on our way. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.